Alright, it's Danny. Welcome to episode 70. Fuck Episode 70 of this shit, man. 70. Imagine you've listened to all 70 episodes of this. Plus that other stuff. It must be about fucking 90 odd. 90 odd episodes of absolute garbage. Well, but half of them will be garbage. Half of them will have like guests talking decent on it. But I've guests that talk shit. There's been a few of them as well. Um, I died. Where, where am I? Hello. Uh, so I episode seventy. It's just the three of us. We just talk shit. My phone just vibrated. I'm not starting this again. There's stuff I vibrated again. Um, there's stuff on like stealing, which is cool. We talk about fucking bums for the first time in ages. It's been far too long since we spoke about orifices. Uh, I can't even that. That sounds like a sarcastic dig. It's me that brings it up, so that's it's, it's all on me. And I that this is really lazily edited, just because I'm a lazy man. Like this, the whole conversation was recorded from like start to finish. So I was just kind of catching up at the starts recorded. I was just talking shit about our lives at the end was recorded. So it was like two hours and fifty minutes in total. And I just couldn't be fucked like editing it properly. So there's gonna <laughs> there's gonna be some like weird transitions where we mention stuff. It's nothing bad, nothing that's gonna like leave you guessing or anything. But you'll maybe hear us mention something and go, oh, I never heard them say that. It's just because I couldn't be arsed tidying up. But just it was a big fucking chunk of audio. And you think it ends quite abruptly? It doesn't. It's where it ended is just trust me when. I say it's fine. So, we have nothing, no guests booked or anything like that yet, so I don't really know what the plan will be for the next one. Sorry, it's like every couple of weeks. It's just it's just the way of the world. It's just the way of the world. Um, what do I need to tell you is, tell people about it, maybe not this one. Tell them about the last one. The last one was good. Uh, tweety stuff. And I fucking, you know what? I'm, oh, right, let's go. The following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers. As you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So, get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy, the podcast. You know what a fucking bus driver told me today? And I've never seen this kind of my life, but like I get on the bus and do the do-do-do, and he goes, mate, you look tired. And I was like, what? Like, you can't just fucking say that to cunts, can you? You can't just go... Hello, random man. You look t- like I. I do look fucking tired, but you can't just like imagine if I went to someone and went, "Bitch, you look pregnant." Like you just, like, you could not do that. Mate, you always reach for the most offensive things, but no, maybe but it was because well, you well, walked well, well, onto well, a bus. Wait, wait, maybe it's because you walked onto a bus and went, "Do do do," and the guy went, "This guy must be tired because I don't know what he's trying to do here." <laughs> no, that's yeah, you you got the bus, bus and you went, "Good morning, bus keep. How is it today?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I just, I just got. I looked through your window with my drone last night. But, yeah, listen, because <laughs> no, that's exploded. <laughs> I, is it just me? I it's not social etiquette for a bus driver to talk to somebody. Is it? I don't. I've been getting a bus a long time in Glasgow, and I don't think that any bus drivers ever turned around and said anything to me. Are they I, that lonely just now because they don't get that many passengers that need to talk to people? You wouldn't even get that awkward small talk because, like, if you're like me and you got a mask and you got like glasses. Saying hello makes it fog up, but I still do because I, I don't know. I just, it's polite. So I'm like, hello, and then my glasses fog up, and then I can't see shit for the whole thing. But I don't think a lot of people are. But I, I, 
I don't know. I just think that's a cunty thing to say. I don't, uh, like, I, don't, I might be quite emotional at the moment for no reason at all, apart from my drone exploded. It's because you're quite tired, mate. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'd like, I drive past the bus depot at Govan Hill going to work every day, and I just think that it would be the shittest job. And I like bus drivers because they're torn-faced cunts, and I can relate with them. But it must. I, I couldn't think of a job I'd want least. A bar one, the job that I always think I'd want least in the world. See the people who stand at the barriers at the train stations. I wouldn't want to do that because you just have people complaining about tickets and not so, buying tickets all day. It's a public transport theme uh, coming. Yeah, through. I just the, the word "public" is probably the theme to come through there. But what, nah, what job would you want it. the most then? If that's the one you want the least, um, I don't know. I've never really had a dream job. I think I've told, I've said in this podcast before that. The my, the height of my ambitions was to be a delivery driver when I was in primary school. So uh, was that genuinely? I know you said you and Scott um, had that kind of in your head. Uh, I'd for some unknown reason um, when I was younger, policeman kind of came into my head, and I was like, oh, I want to be a policeman. Uh, don't get me wrong; it's kind of never um, never left me. There's an element of me that would love to piece the puzzle of a crime together. Um, but I couldn't be bothered doing the whole fucking stopping people in traffic or arresting people for things that I think like somebody walking through town with a bottle of beer and I'm in a police uniform and I'm like oh fuck it's my responsibility go up there and give them a fine or if they don't want the fine I need to take them to the station and I, I, me personally my morals I'd be like nah nah it's like see when I worked in Disney store when I was younger the amount of people I seen shoplift genuinely and I used to see other people chase people out of the shop and I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? But I used to see people throw stuff into their bag. I literally at one point seen a guy stack up like about four figures and just walk right out the door. And as soon as I seen him, I just turned around and said, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop the shell somewhere else or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's the reason I don't think I could be a police I officer. Do you don't want to feel like a grass, eh? Imagine yeah. like knocking on, like, imagine being the kind that chases someone to, you know, get the fucking we cracked teapot or Lumiere from someone that is like, just yeah, his suit going, fucking tackling someone for like a fucking Disney mug. Exactly. Good Disney knowledge there. But I think there's, okay. what I'm driving at um, with regards to me wanting to be a police officer and it'll never happen. I think there's an acceptable level of crime that you're allowed to commit, like pissing in a back alley like we spoke to, um, you know, Reg about and, you know, shoplifting to an extent where, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not that bad. I, I think there's a bit of give and take, you know, the amount of clothing that gets thrown out and fucking churned out, you know, with the seasons and styles. Still a wee bit off the retailers. I'm, I'm saying that that's acceptable if that's what you're into. I'm not going to fucking bust you for that shit. But start a crime spree of murders. I want to solve Riot, that. riot. <laughs> have, have you ever shoplifted? Uh, when I was younger, yes. Uh, coming out of Springburn Swimming, um, RS McCall's and Springburn Shopping Centre, my cousin Lou worked there and he looked at me as if, you're fucking up to something, aren't you? And I was like, no, 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 no. Managed to shoplift a couple of chocolate bars. Then I was in shopping with my mum and dad and Safeway or Morrison's, I can't remember. Um, I would have been Safeway at the time. And... I sat in front of like an aisle of chocolate for ages and I was looking at it and I was going, how the fuck am I going to steal this? And then my dad came up to me and went, what are you up to? Are you trying to steal? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and that was it. I never shoplift again. Shame I, um, I got like, um, I haven't really, I don't think I intentionally shoplifted. It was like, I don't know, when I was maybe 
seven, somewhere between seven and twelve. It was a cool thing to do to rob the two dollar shop. Like, oh man, go and get some gum, come back out. Fucking cool kids are doing it. And I, I can't remember if I did or I didn't, but like since then, I was like, I was once in a car park and there's a big delivery truck that rocked up, and it had a big bunch of shit, and the the guy wasn't there, and I was sitting in the car for ages going, "There's no one around, I can't see anyone," and I was like, thought I was like looking around for cameras because I was like, I'm definitely getting punked here. So I ended up getting a big box and it didn't say anything. It just said Cadbury's and it was just a shit ton of chocolate. And I just oh, put it in the you? boot. Oh, I was fucking 21 or 22 oh, or something. Ah, oh, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's too old for that we sort of shop. So close thing, to man. a theme. But out, out of interest, James, what chocolate bar? Mate, honestly, I couldn't even remember, I, man. I used, to, I used to steal chomps. Why would you steal a chomp? That's a I shit don't know why. They see for a while, like, I don't a chomp now it was like 10 pence and it was just a fudge covered in chocolate essentially yeah. for a while they used to do giant chomps which were 20 pence and which I was would... basically just a, a curly wally without the holes uh, yeah that's aye. a, that's a yeah, big yeah. deal yeah but you're stealing a 20 pence chocolate bar as opposed to a 10 pence chocolate bar but I used to go in there was a petrol station this was before this is when I was like nice and had a good family but um, there was a petrol station fuck me mate that got, that got dark why, why <laughs> you no, it, was, it was when like stuff was, was not good but stuff was alright this and is then, before you became a mad riot as a yeah, result I know, of your family I know exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I used to like go in every not every day after school but there was for a, a spell I used to steal a chomp after school every day from the petrol station and the woman the woman was dead nice I remember she was called Alison who worked in this petrol station and she knew my name and I stole from there. And what else was I used to steal see like washing powder when you get the big box of it. Yeah. This is actually quite a handy tip for anyone. See like a shopping trolley has a hook on the back of it. Mm-hmm. So you, sh- you can hook the washing powder on that and then just pay for your shopping and walk out with it. And if anyone says anything, it's like the easiest thing to go, oh fuck, sorry, I forgot I hung it up there. And I used to do that. How how though how through is like peanuts or something? So you're like you buy that was the trick for a while when first self checkout first came to New Zealand. Everyone was getting like fucking I don't know like saffron or like I don't know something very very expensive. Then putting it through as like mixed scrogan or some shit. Yeah, people used to do that with steak, didn't they? Like they would put a steak in, but they would scan. <laughs> but it was all to do with the weight, and you would uh, I can't remember what. Well, I just like instead of like. That's like the reason you like just throw some steaks in there and slop it on. That's the reason why meat in supermarkets has that extra thing on it now. It was because folk were doing something at self-service checkouts. I've got a few questions, man. I'll start with Shane. Um, what? What the? F- and I might be the like uncultured cunt here. What is? What is saffron and mixed scrogan? I know what saffron is. <laughs> saffron, I was fine with. You lost me at mixed scrogan, but saffron, I'm, I'm good. Uh, saffron is that not the most expensive thing in the world yeah yeah it's a very and, expensive care but not here but you put it in rice you get it like saffron rice you, and you can buy it at, like the supermarket right and it's like it comes it's like five strands of what looks like red pubic hair yeah it'll be a spice pubic. it'll be a spice and it's and it's about 10 quid for a tube of about 10 locks not even locks of hair like imagine a pubic hair thickness but it's like red or yellow it's one of those and like there's 10 of those in this wee vial, and that's about 10 quid. Fuck that. Right, so what's why it's Scrogan? Because it kind of made me hungry. That, uh, that one doesn't sound posh. No, Scrogan's not posh. That's I use that as a bad example. Uh, so Scrogan is like, 
it's like, I don't know, like trail mix, like there's peanuts, there's different nuts and there's wee bits mm. of chocolate and raisins and shit like that. That sounds nice, man. Yeah, like Scroggins, what cunts that climb mountains eat. For fun, you know what I mean? I've seen you climb mountains. I, I genuinely thought you'd know what Scroggin is. No, you, mate, no. But I mean, maybe we just got like trail mix. Or, like, it's because he, he doesn't live in the world of Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Nah. <laughs> Clearly where the word Scroggin comes from. Kind of feels like it. Danny, see when you're shoplifting now, how do you genuinely get away with it then, mate? Because I, I, I'm like a mountain of frustration when something isn't of the weight that it should be, you know. It's, it's one of the only times I get pissed off. I look around and I go, fuck's sake, are you coming over here to fix this stupid fucking machine? Because I put it down and it's saying it's no there. How, like, I, I, I think that they're very militant, the machines, on noticing when something isn't the correct weight. I should say that I don't do this very often. This is like a fucking <laughs> once in a blue moon thing and I haven't done it for a long, long time. Well, mate, we've had, just... we've had Robin does yoga on the uh, podcast and blue moons happen at least once every two weeks. And they're reaching... Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you do it once every two weeks. How do you do it? I just throw it in the bag at the end. I thought it would be colder than that. I thought no, sorry, yes. Yeah, so there's, <laughs> there's, the, there's no like, Ocean's Eleven shit you, going on you, or anything. Yeah. Do you pretend, uh, pretend to beep then? Beep. Like, or do you just go I, right? I feel like that would draw attention. <laughs> Unnecessarily wanted attention. Like if I was to just go. Boop. And then you go, oh, guys, did you that, hear that? That was that going through. That, <laughs> oh, that oh. made a funny noise, didn't it? Oh, oh. thank God I beeped yeah. it, though. You all e- saw it. Expected item and delivery. <laughs> <area>. <laughs> Have you worked on your excuse then, just in case? Like, I, the... I just play dumb because I would be buying stuff anyway. Maybe it's the thrill of the chase. Maybe I want to get caught. Is there like, do you get sexual satisfaction out of this? I, I'm drenched in cum when I walk out. <laughs> right, so you, 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 you get home, you put that stolen item on the couch and you sit in front of it and have a wank? Uh, yes. <laughs> Why not? And, I, and, I, and he live streams it and I watch it. I don't know this, what. It's the seasoning that cheese stuffed peppers solely need. See, by the next time you do a podcast, can you please steal some saffron? No. <laughs> No, and masturbate that, over it. I don't yeah. know how you'd prove it. It'd be a weird thing to like. We'll put it out as a social video, like so, the saffron that Danny wanked over. Stop with saffron. Turn, turn my semen a majestic shade of gold. Ah, uh, would you steal anything now? Oh, I mean, not you, nah. Danny, because you fucking oh, whatever. <laughs> nah, James, if you were to steal something, what would you steal? And like, if you could get away with it, me honestly, I I genuinely don't think I could. I'm a paranoid mess. Uh, I, I get me a shopping counter. I need to make sure that I paid for all my items, and I'll go over and I'll, I'll talk to somebody and say that's my receipt. Uh, I, I couldn't do it, man. I don't know if it's because I come from a criminal style area, and I'm just like I don't want to have any of that fucking around me. Uh, so I, I, I'm saying that I wouldn't steal anything, but, but like, like you said with your Cadbury, sometimes I walk by vans and I look at it and I see stuff open, and I'm like. I could fucking like I could knock half of the fucking contents of this. All I would need is a van to come up and take like half of the pallets of stuff out and then just drive away and no one would know any different. I get more annoyed at how lax the security is in most of these vans than wanting to steal the stuff. I reckon if you were wearing high vis, you literally could do that and the guy who is driving the truck would be like, crack on, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I the other last year I got given well, I ordered a gimbal, right? And and two came, but they're like quite expensive pieces of kit. They're like 350 quid. Um, but I ordered one, it came. They rang me up and said, your gimbal's here, cool. Picked it up. And then about two days later, they rang me and went, your gimbal's arrived. And I was like, okay. 
So I went in and I kind of was like the most like, paranoid as fuck because I was like, this is definitely a police thing. They're definitely going to like kick me out of the country if I get this extra gimbal. So I'm going in there and I'm like looking around and I'm like, here for the gimbal? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they give me the gimbal and I honestly like, thank you. And like sprint back to work. I, I, I got away with that. But is that stealing or is that just selective all, honesty? All I heard there was, and I know what a gimbal is, but again, it's an, it just sounds like another word for Lord of the Rings. A Harry Potter would be <laughs> like... Definitely a Harry Potter. You ate it off a mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I know a wee bit of backstory on this. Were you not swindled out of uh, another thing about two weeks before? So I'm thinking about karmic balance. You went in on, uh, I don't know if it was a drone or a gimbal or something like that, and you got mm. done out of like 200 quid before. Yeah. I, I, somebody, somebody bumped I bought, you guys. I bought a fucking a, a is, GoPro. Is this a GoPro? Yeah, I yeah, I bought this. a GoPro off, um, off Gumtree and just like, <laughs> I'm still messaging that guy sometimes. Like, he'll reply. He seems like a nice enough guy. He'll get back to me. Me, I feel like that about footballers. I literally think I'm the most annoying cunt in the world. So if they say no, I'll I'll text them again a couple of days later. There's a footballer <laughs> called Alan Thompson who I've sent about 20 messages to and he's like, no, sorry, not tonight, not tonight. And I'm just like, cool, mate, have a great night. Three days later. <laughs> hey, Alan, you want to come on the show? The not tonight, though, like, it's like a hook. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah it's like, some, maybe. He's, he's teasing me. It's like that girl you like really fancy and you're like, ah, she's, she said hey, you know, out of the, out of the blue every so often. Yeah, like, uh, I think there's a chance here. And then she like, just stops dead. I feel like you're trying to lead me down a path right now. <laughs> but, um, I'm not. I'm not going to lead you down any path. Uh, I, first, I, I, did you guys know I joined a football team? Well, I was but sorry before you got into that topic because I'm intrigued by it. But the the robbing people, was that eBay that man robbed you on? Nah, Gumtree, I think. Gumtree, ah, uh, okay. Gumtree so, is literally like the worst cunty place in the world. Like, it's got ads on TV. Yeah. All I see is like some cunt just like taking a GoPro from my letterbox and running away maniacally. There's, there's a lot of exploitation on Gumtree. Like, people, do you know what the worst type of people on Gumtree are? The ones that buy tickets and then resell them on Gumtree for a higher profit. Who'd and do such I, a I'm, thing? I'm lucky. I'm lucky to not know anyone in my life that would. Uh, Partaking such nonsense, isn't that right, Danny? I thought you were going to go for another eBay theme story there. I thought that, and that was what I was hitting out. And as I was, I'm wrestling with my conscience as to whether I would actually. Well, why don't you say both? Why don't you build up to it? You can say that you're a ticket. The, t- oh, the ticket ones, I um, don't have any. Well, I don't know, but back then I was fucking skint when I was doing that, man. I yeah. desperately, desperately needed the money, and it wasn't like it was good concepts. So it was to take that and Ed Sheeran and stuff. Yeah, but like that's that, like but... fucking. That's like when you listen to a top forty music station. The it's worst one. One Wait. that I regretted was I I think take that with play this is how long ago it was take that with playing at Hamden and I was living in a flat that I genuinely, genuinely couldn't afford to live in. I was fucking skin. And I bought tickets for say I bought four tickets for take that at Hamden and it sold out in fucking half an hour. And I put them in eBay and I sold them and some guy bought them straight away because people get that panicky way and then within half an hour they'd release two more days. And of course, they didn't sell out in 10 minutes. So this guy bought tickets, at not a huge amount more, but a wee bit more than face value. And all he had to do was hang on for another like, 50 minutes and he would have just got them face value for another day. That was bad, but it's take that, man. And the guy was happy. Like These these people are happy that they don't say, you're a scumbag ticket to cunt. 
and I can afford to fucking eat a tin of noodles or spaghetti hoops for my dinner that night. Uh, tin of noodles would sound weird. Though. I don't know where tin of noodles came from. That's not a thing. It doesn't exist. The eBay, um, the eBay one, I really don't know. That's possibly the most shameful thing I've ever done in my life. So, the... was it a tambourine? Uh, it involves a tambourine. Uh, mm, I'll tell you a tambourine story about Oasis while Shog building up the courage to tell about your lowest point, Danny. And uh, I'll encourage you to tell you tell us and share about your lowest point. One of the guys that I work with, Joe, shout out to him. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> he messaged me last week and went, you're really unafraid to, to share things, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's what we do in this podcast. We share our worst moments, our best moments, and everything in between. So I, I would encourage you to share this tambourine story because it's amazing. My tambourine story that comes from a friend is my mate Bert was at an Oasis concert when he was younger. And he's a, like his brother's probably one of the biggest Oasis fans I've ever met. Like posters all over his wall, fucking learning guitar and all that. I used to spend Friday nights down there and you just listen to loads of tunes and he fucking obsessed with them. Bert, by proxy, is kind of interested in them a wee bit. You know, not as obsessed as him. They're at a concert together and Liam Gallagher, they're at the front and Liam Gallagher throws his tambourine at Bert. Bert was like, yes! Throws it right back at him. Instead of keeping this fucking piece of memorabilia, uh, his brother would have fucking obsessed over putting a case put on his wall and all that. He decides to go, yay, and throw it right back at him, autopilot. It's just like, fuck's sake, man. Um, but, of course, he's not the only friend that I've got that's uh, owned a piece of Oasis memorabilia, has he, uh, Danny? That's not a fair story to lead into this with. So I... I can't remember how I even had it, but I think it was my brother-in-law just gave me a load of these like Oasis stuff, and it was like old ticket stubs and programs and that. But one of the things was a tambourine, and it was just a fucking a tambourine. I don't know where he got it from, but I went to see Oasis, and the next day I came. Out, this is it's a really clever idea, but it's, this is I'm really really ashamed of my actions with this, by the way. But the day after the Oasis concert, I took a picture of the tambourine with the ticket stub from the night before and put it on eBay as Liam Gallagher's tambourine thrown into the crowd at that concert. And within about 12 hours, not even, it was up at like £250 on eBay. And I panicked and I kind of told, I can't remember, it must have been a family member. And I ended up getting to my mum and my mum was like, you must you take that down, like you immoral, fucking reprehensible cunt who would raise you to be so evil. And that's and, uh, coming from your mum. Yeah, and that's my mum. My mum has no soul, and that was coming from her. And uh, so I took it down, and like, I, I did, but it got to a price, and I shot it, and I was like, "No, this is really bad." And I took it down, and somebody messaged me and said, "I noticed that tambourine went down. I'll give you a hundred and eighty quid for it." And I took it, and I sent. Them, <laughs> and I, I sent them the tambourine, and they were like, "Oh, this is." fucking hell, this is really bad. And they're like, oh, that's amazing. Like, I've got this for my son's Christmas. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we put it right. So somewhere in the world, is a, like this, he'll be a grown man now because it was like 10 years ago. But somewhere in the world, is like a guy has just a worthless fucking tambourine, <laughs> probably in some sort of plastic casing. And he'll take. He's been te- oh mate. He's been telling people. Well, that's Liam Gallagher's tambourine. Like, that's, that a, that's his whole life. Like he is the guy with the tambourine, and that's I, what he's built his whole 
career, his character, his whole vibe is the tambourine guy. Is that but, like I, I, what you what you did? Is you're right. It's it's very clever. It's very clever. Like Thank you. you know, especially from a if you're doing it ten years ago and you're they are exploiting the loopholes of digital crime, then that's great. A digital counterfeit. Well, thank Oasis split <laughs> up in two thousand and nine, so so actually would have been more mean, than that. So yeah. digital counterfeit from that perspective, way back when internet was still building that momentum in that respect. Well done, mate. I'm proud of you. That's intelligent. <laughs> I'm not proud of you for the moral aspect of it. However, look at it the other side. He's none the wiser. To him, that that item that he's never going to auction off, there's no validation of like if he was going to get a pawn shop or anything. There's no validation that he could make any money off of it. Here's, so from a moral, uh, from a personal perspective, that guy might have got like fucking ten years of mileage out of this. Like he might have been able to tell his mates, "Oh, I've got this." Blah blah blah. Might have got his fucking hole off it as well when he's been talking to girls. That guy's none the wiser. So is it such a bad thing? Uh, aye, uh, it's, it's awful, mate. It's fraud. It's borderline yeah. fraud and, and deception. It's, it's <laughs> really, really immoral and wrong. I just realised what I said there as well. Uh, you uh, he got his hole off it. You want to come up and see Marlene Gallagher? <laughs> <come down there? laughs> <laughs> as if that was ever a fucking winning chart line. But here, here's, here's my straw to clutch at. The person that bought it was also a fraudster and they think that they've done me by only paying 180 quid for it. Then taking it somewhere, and ah. that person's went. This is tat. This is junk, what and they've mean? been done. But so they could the, have put the it person you sold it to sold it to so someone they, else. They they've maybe went. Oh, this cunt's just done himself. He sold this to me for hundred and eighty quid, and then he's went to the local authorized oh. tambourine store and went. Oh, this is easily worth five hundred, and the tambourine expert has went. Nah, this is this is not a good tambourine, mate. I'd like to think that he put it straight back on eBay and just made like <laughs> yeah. made like a grand off it and he's just sitting there going, he's listening now going, oh, I don't even fucking I don't even have that tambourine. Nah, this would have been at a time where I was fucking and I've told this story when I was like diddling the tills and McDonald's and all that. So and the, the word diddling's cute, so it makes it sound like oh, does. I honestly thought you actually you diddle kids, don't you? So that's Yeah, I thought for a while yeah. that you were actually having sex off the tills at McDonald's and I was like, What? I can't diddling's you- a- Diddling's, is, is diddling the cutest word with the worst connotations? Depends, you know, if you like diddly do or something. Diddling in isolation, yeah. It's not great. If you guys like... <laughs> diddling in isolation is wanking. See... And I, you only do that to your stolen saffron. See, when I hear about your criminal exploits and I've been exposed to loads of different things in my life in regards to the criminal world, yours are so middle class. <laughs> it's all kind of a wee bit... Not a, like it's Leak it. well, middle class might be wrong, but it's like weird because it, it's not like it's not violent criminal stuff. It's nothing seedy. It's like oh, I took money like intelligently out of McDonald's tills. I bumped cunts out of ticket money, or I I put up tambourines on fucking eBay, and it it, it made me think like I don't know anyone that's from a scheme that would have thought of that there, there was a person that got caught <laughs> got caught stealing a mcdonald's and i always remember like again i, I told the story about how when i used to just sit and they try to like, humiliate me by making me the johnny and i just sat in the johnny shed and get stoned all day and it was like the happiest i've been in a job and uh but in the johnny shed was like old disciplinary and employee files and stuff 
and <laughs> this guy, I can't remember what he'd done. He'd, he'd either get caught stealing, I might be mixing two people up, somebody get caught stealing and somebody just turned up madly at like three in the morning and stuck the nut in the door and cracked all the glass of the McDonald's. Um, so he worked there? What he the worked heck? there, he'd, like, he'd left, because it was Kirky's a small town, that, so he'd left the nightclub and walked it down, and I think, because you've got night shift people who clean the restaurant, so I don't know why, but he went down there and was steaming and just wrapped the nut on the door and cracked all the glass. I, I might be mixing the two of them up, but either way, this guy was getting disciplined, and sorry, I'm... Sorry, did, sorry, did he hump the door? Like, he, what did he, he stuck the nut in the door, so he, he headed the door. He headed me. He headed me. And it's like, yeah, cracked all the glass. You know, that way when you see like a pane of glass in a shop and it's got that plastic film over yeah. it. This guy had done that to it, essentially. He didn't put the plastic film on. That happened afterwards once he'd gone away. But uh, his, so I was reading the disciplinary notes of this guy and it was essentially just the boss had said, why did you do whatever it was you've done? And his answer was that he was just, he was angry and Rangers were pure shite at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> When did you work at McDonald's? <laughs> and they'd actually written, that was what the person sitting in the interview had written, word for word, was, I don't know, Rangers are just pure shite at the moment. <laughs> that, that would have been the Martin O'Neill era, surely. Nah, you're going, so when did I work for McDonald's? 2004-2006. So. Nah, that was Alex, was that, yeah. that was Alex, it would have been they, were, they were actually pretty good. McLeish Strachan times I, but that yeah. was that was it, it. didn't hold up as an. Nah, I was. It, do you know what? Two thousand and four was. This is. Shane won't get it. That was the tail end of McLeish and you know, tail end of O'Neill, um, and McLeish was there. So that, uh, maybe I, I think Martin O'Neill won this. Maybe uh, the, the excuse didn't hold up, and he lost his job. So maybe it was just a bad excuse. Mm. And that's why that's why they went. Uh, Rangers aren't that bad at the moment, so he's obviously lying. Let's get rid of him. To be fair, though, two thousand and four wasn't McLeish's worst. It uh, wasn't his best year. Um, I've actually got McLeish's number on my phone. We'll get him on. Ring him. We'll ring him and be like, "What was your best year, mate? What was your, <laughs> just the performance review? <laughs> Sell this to me. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what, what was your lowest point? We're trying to pinpoint an exact <laughs> moment in time, McLeish. Because he doesn't have a name, apparently, other than McLeish. Oh, so, Mc hello, McLeish. McLeish's... No, they all call him Gaffer, so I think he go, Gaffer. Um, his lowest point, surely, was when he got sacked second time for Scotland. Mate, just because you work in a football show, stop trying to turn this into some sort of mad football thing where you yeah. found football knowledge. They're always I'm... trying to walk the ball into the net, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> Don't even know what that means. Cunt's talking this football. That's, like, uh, that's what McLeish says. That's classic McLeish right <laughs> yeah, there. McLeish, was, McLeish uh, sounds like a fucking TV show from like the eighties, like, <laughs> <laughs> like like heartbreak, but like McLeish. Yeah, he's like an, Amer an American cop that's never forgotten his Scottish roots. McLeish, <laughs> get over here. And he just walks around in like a fucking bat, like a a kilt, but like he's just pistol whipping cunts. Hey boss, I'm not working today. I'm trying to eat my haggis. <laughs> Taking down fake tambourine cellars. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some sort of bagpipe over like sexy guitar music and his oh. McLeish intro. Ah, wow. Well, they are of Scotland with like the rock guitar behind <laughs> it. <laughs> this podcast, let's go and write McLeish. Mate, what happened to fucking Swan Lock? You know, let's do that. Oh, aye, you've never done that. Oh, I, I got a drone for it. I thought you just said you're... Oh, no, nah, that, that reminds me, right? So there's two social updates that I think we should touch on. Firstly, we'll uh, touch on Shane's. Um, 
And I, I thought that my tweet back to you was fucking amazing because Shane put up his citizenship um, admittance, I think it is now. He's a like, British citizen. And went, you fuckers are stuck with me now. And it's like, mate, you've got a house, you've got a fucking impending marriage, and you've got a dog. I think we all knew that you were only going anywhere, you prick. Don't no, but I, 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 still, I was still planning on moving back to New Zealand at some stage, but just... Oh, you're not allowed can't. now? They can't nah, kick. I nah. know. Oh, I, I can. They just can't kick me out. You know what I mean? Like, nah. He's I, got one of those British Corona visas now. Um, and I was thinking, mate. I, like, I I fucking hate social media at the moment. Something like posting on Instagram because I think it's all just configured to fuck with your mental health and make you like fall down a rabbit hole of their choosing. I'm Did you watch that it, documentary? I haven't watched it yet because I think that that documentary is just going to smack in the face of everything that everyone already He's knows. Too busy watching McLeish. I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was thinking, Shane. Like you, you got your you got your marriage uh, likes earlier on uh, this year or two months ago now, and I was thinking, man, you could have fucking you could have written your social media update on getting admittance into like Britain as a citizen so much better. And you'd have got like hundreds of likes on it. I was I was severely disappointed in what you chose to put up as a caption. I, I honestly, I just don't care. Like genuinely, because I use social media a, a bit for work, I go home and I throw my phone and like sometimes I, I throw it and it bounces off the couch behind the couch. And the other day, my work phone, I honestly didn't have it for like five days. And I was sitting there going, oh fuck, I'm going to have to replace that work phone. And it was dead and I was trying to ring it. And I'm like, ah. I just take mine, mate. I think mine's is in the drawer. Yeah, I've got them both now. Um, by the way, yours is like fucking wrecked. Um, uh, but, does anyone have a phone up? No. Well, it's been dead for about since you left. We didn't yeah, charge yeah. it in like fucking memory of you. We were like, let's not charge that for who, uh, who started the Twitter thread on the Drunk Therapy Twitter account saying, here's a thread of some of our greatest guests we've ever had on, Chris McQueer, and then literally posted nothing <laughs> else beyond that. I don't know, mate. That, yeah, I just went, oh, here, I'm just reflecting on how much I love this podcast. Here is a thread of some of the amazing things we've done he, and, so and, now, I, Danny, and I read it and I was like there's nothing he's not going to do another one and Danny, I, I think like, you're getting sidetracked here I was on the phone to McLeish he told me to <laughs> McLeish is like if I know anything about it just stop at the thread at one that's how I rolled yeah. my coaching and career Shane wished himself a happy birthday from the drunk therapy twitter account this week as well yeah yeah, yeah. We've, we've, it's been nice. It's been a nah, nice. Week. We're, we're, we're peak rock bottom right now, which is an oxymoron. But <laughs> no, no, no because right wait a second. Socials. I thought if we fucking if the the, cra- the drone crashing, I was like, you know what, people might like that. So I was like, we'll do that off the fucking the the drunk therapy thing, just in case it, it pops and people go, oh, that sh- people might want to hear that my my drone has crashed. Apparently not. I mean, no one knows that you have a drone. Um, <laughs> well, I, I don't. Actually, <laughs> I don't ref- on reflection of the fact that when you told us you were getting married, we uh, responded really shit, and then me giving you a hard time because I think that you could have got more currency out of that. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 I know. Who gives it? It? Yeah, I, <laughs> I know, but like I'm just saying, like from a content perspective, you should have had more. Your wedding is doomed and your citizenship but, will fall apart now that you've um, only got three likes on social media. Shane, mate, sorry. I just I wanted to be sentimental and nice um, because we, we don't do that and we give you a hard time. Is I'm happy that you got your citizenship, but to me, you've always been a part of this Scottish family. Fuck oh. off. What was that? <laughs> That's good, eh? <laughs> You'll go home and tell Mallard that later. Like, oh, James considers me Scottish. Anyway. Tell, tell us about your football team, Shane. I'm on a hmm. football team. 
No, get back. To, we'll get back to that in a minute. The second uh, social update this week is the fuck me the transitioning, Danny. You, when you see him loads, or you are around him uh, to a certain extent, you don't realise how fucking mental your journey's been with us. And once I seen that picture, um, for anyone that follows Danny on Instagram, there was kind of before and after the run. Like, um, wow, fuck me, man. You've lost like half your body weight. Yep. Yeah, I liked it. Like, I sold, in my, sold it in on my, eBay. In my, in my brain, I liked it. But I also thought, why is he not giving us a sexy topless photo now? You know what I mean? Like, you gave us an ugly topless photo. I kind of want to see you topless now. Because I still have a belly. And it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same desired effect. And you go, I still has a bit of a belly. Uh, yeah, nah, I think that there's a clear day, you know, day transition now. And I, I, I don't, you don't need to have your fucking tap off to see that. No, you don't have to, but... I wanted more social currency out of that social post. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Great, great, great phrase. Um, no, mate, but how, like, I know you've mentioned that a couple of times, but, like, how fucking good does that feel just for you? Ah, uh, it's nice. Uh, it's good. Don't fucking underplay it, man. <laughs> Talk about it. There's, there's people out there that might think along the lines of, oh, I want to do the same. Talk, talk a wee bit through your journey, then. Um... I don't want to. I don't know. I fuck knows. There's nothing exciting. There's no chat in it. I've told the start of the story before where I've done what all good middle class white people do. I'm not calling myself. I'm a middle. I'm not middle class. I've done you what all... Used to be. Yeah. When up until I was seven. Up until I stole that first chomp, I was a middle class child. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. When you've got a problem that you can't do, you throw money at it. So I threw money at a personal trainer. And then that gave me some sort of responsibility because it was almost like I had a teacher and I was like the parent teacher thing. You had to do your homework for the teacher. And that's and then I just got into it and didn't eat as much shit as I did, but started doing exercise more. So was, he was, like, was he like your sensei? Yeah, kind of. Nah, because he was, he was sound. Like I think that was the most surprising thing about it is that I, like fitness people, they're not all cunts, but a lot of them just seem like cunts. And, uh, but to, I, I remember my first, it was like a year ago yesterday was my first ever personal training session. And it was like a sampler tester thing. And I, I literally couldn't do it. Like, try to get me to do a setup and I couldn't get up to do a setup. I couldn't even sit up. And uh, and I just like that sense of, I don't know, like your dignity takes, I feel I'm not a very dignified person anyway, but what tiny little bit of self-respect I had just went when I couldn't do that and like it was not a nice feeling and you just kind of use that to kick on I minded it around about that time so all in the space of about a week that happened I didn't get a job that I'd went for and I get I stopped like a kind of semi-relationship thing that I was in came to an end and uh and I, that was like not a bad week but it was the first week where bad stuff like that happened and I wanted to almost like wanted to I mind coming home from work thinking oh I'm just gonna go to bed and like feel like shit and I lay in my bed and I was just kind of like why are you lying in bed like you don't you kind of feel all right like you know that you're gonna get through this and that was that was probably a big moment from a knock-on effect from all the CBT stuff which should probably this could probably be like a separate podcast I don't know if this Jenny gets hot yeah. I see you can, you can Shane t- you tell me about your football team I don't want to now. I, uh, I, I, I like I like your story, but when you said you threw money at it, you didn't throw money at it because you didn't get your stomach stapled or you know you weren't like. Aye, but like, it's not. It's not cheap. You still had to put, 
Yeah, but you still had to fucking put some graft in. Like that can't just yells things at you or tells you to put the wax on and the wax. I've been watching a lot of Cobra Kai, so hence the sense. Oh, mate! Listen, Danny, if you like, we'll say yes or no. Do you want to do this in a separate podcast? Because we can just throw hundreds of questions at it. Aye. Cool. Yeah, be, aye, sorry, yeah, yeah. Let's do a second. I was thinking about this recently because I was going to do one before and then I always kind of shat it. So, yes, right, let's that's, do that That's one day. of those amazing teasies that we've thrown talk, out there. You're going to talk about a TV show I've never heard of. Oh, me, me, honestly, right, Shane, how far are you in? I, fi- I finished it. <gasps> Mate, how fucking violent was that last episode? Oh, yeah, it goes for... Uh, the whole time I like... I, know I was... Because I was quite nerding out and I was watching it for like camera shots. So I had to watch it about four times. And I was like, oh, how do you do that? So I honestly watched it probably for about don't, two don't and a half hours. Don't ruin it, mate. Don't ruin it. It's just a big, big, big So big, for anyone big that doesn't know scene. Cobra Kai is like growing up in a, well, being born in the 80s, growing up in the early 90s, Karate Kid was fucking huge. Like I remember watching all of them. The, the concept of it, Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off. I don't think you could talk to anyone in the early 90s that didn't know that phrase. Mm. What they've done uh, on Net, well, they dropped it on Netflix. It was a YouTube show. We should get fucking paid for this. Is it brought, brought it back? But it brought back so many of the original fucking characters. So it's like Daniel LaRusso versus uh, fucking, what is it, Johnny? What? I want to say Johnny Cage. It's not Johnny Cage. What's his name? Johnny Man, dude. Aye, the but, fucking guy with the blonde hair. And it's amazing, they're like adults and they're fighting still and they've got two different dojos. But they're, they're, they're like 50, so it's kind of like a wee bit depre- It's like a wee bit of a depressing look at life, but at the same time, it's quite cool, you know what I mean? Like the first episode I watched it and I was like, this is shite. This is so fucking 80s nostalgia. And by the second one, I was like, oh, mm. fucking look at the car he drives. Look at his kicks. He can break things off his head. He's going, yeah, let's get some babes. And I'm like, I'm not even offended by the fact that this guy's saying babes. I'm just like happy that the fucking 80s and early 90s is kind of rolling into my life right now. I started watching Karate Kid again today. Half of it before I went to work and I was like, and I, I, was, uh, I was doing a piss earlier and I was thinking, is Karate Kid possibly one of the greatest 80s films of all time because right now it's an hour in and I'm hooked like the story's fucking gripping and I know what's coming already and I'm thinking the 80s was just amazing for films and Karate Kid's right up there and I didn't realise that I thought ah Karate Kid but a cheesy fucking stupid film it's amazing as a human being called Daniel I have never seen Karate Kid out of spite get your fucking act together man Fuck this should have been your real seminal moment a year ago yesterday Mm, where you wanted to just kick ass and be badass and not take mercy for the babes. The story would have been way funnier and cooler and more Netflixable if that was what led nah, to Nah, when, yeah. when you had just had people say Daniel son to you for a very long time. Oh no, Miyagi. It puts you off ever wanting to see that film. Miyagi's not in this, but see when you go back and watch it, you you would appreciate being called Daniel son because Miyagi's just like, he's wholesome, mate. He's the sort of guy that if he wanted to steal chocolate bars out of a fucking shop he could just like steal 20 chocolate bars without anyone ever seeing it got to remember that i've always checked uh pined for a chinese father so uh it would just bring back really hurtful memories as well he's not chinese mate he's from okinawa any father will do it danny yeah just die anyone anyone (laughs) i'm gonna pee so you guys pad before we come to football
Ah, oh, I thought you saw Pad. Uh, we did Pad. We padded very and successfully. Then we, and then we and then we decided that we were padding too well, so we just pumped the brakes on the padding because yeah, pad. we moaned about LinkedIn, and then Shane was halfway through telling me a football thing that wasn't about his football team that he realised he actually wanted to tell in the podcast. So on you go, Shane. I'm the voice of FIFA 21. Explain, explain. Oh, I thought we were just. I thought we were about to do his engagement thing again there. Uh, well, then, then you spoke, you cunt. It's not as like I'm. I know, I'm, but it would have been I'm funny. not. I'm, I'm not as offended by right. married. So if, when when I hear voice of FIFA, I hear that guy going sports. It's in the game. No, I'm not yeah. that guy. They've, they've right. got a that guy, or if they don't have a that guy, he's recorded. They've got enough of him. Just so not like Jonathan Motson or something. Somebody like Alan Coyce, like people <laughs> do the commentary. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know who any of these people are. But I, I thought at least it should be someone... Is it, that, does he not do the voice for FIFA now? I don't know. It's just the way you said that. As a guy who has worked in football and was now trying to like impress it with all these football names to then just throw out fucking Jonathan Motts. Mate, he was, he was the guy with Ali on my main FIFA one growing up, was he not? Like They, they do the commentary. I, That's to me think, what the voice of FIFA is. They couldn't sit and do the commentary. Oh, I don't think guy. he's... I don't think he's dead, but he retired a long time ago, John. Oh, whoever said that? <laughs> Mate, don't like make out like I, don't, a... I just, I just didn't expect it. It was just not the name I expected. Mate, you even though we'll get to, we'll get to you in a second. Even though I work in football now, I've always had a knowledge of football. I just don't care as much as the rest of you did in football chats. McLeish would be proud of your commentator. Shane, tell us the. Was McLeish the one that went to Stephen's fucking birthday? No, that was Hendry. Oh, Colin Hendry. No, does he just get called Hendry? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bloody Hendry. No, that's that's a that's a spin-off show. Hendry's the spin-off well. detective. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just, like I don't. That's not. That's not much more to the story. I just. I mean, there, like, there has to be something to the story because we, were, we, what voice? What voice are you? You literally just said it was your proudest moment to me two minutes ago. We were padding, and now you're just now. Nah, it's nothing. No, no, no. I just, I just think it's, it's. Like, tell it's, us what it is. It's. I just, I do the voice for FIFA 21 for like people that cunts that don't pay for Spotify like around the world, which is quite loose because I was like, so you're in an you're in an advert for FIFA because you, we cannot misconstrue this because as soon as you say that, people are looking for you inside the game. You're an <laughs> no, advert. But if you look hard enough, um, I'm the secret level. If you play, can you, can you run one of your lines by us? Do you want me to actually get one up? Yeah, hell yeah, mate. That's fucking. Uh, do you know what? Like, let's not underplay it. It's cool as fuck. If you don't I, pay for Spotify Premium, you're hearing Shane's voice. I also just. I also just thought that I was like, should they not check and go? By the way, are you into football? Like at least. Nah, go, you, you don't need to be into football. You think the EA Sports guys into football? He cuts into everything. He's into the game. Um, <laughs> so, uh, are you ready? So, uh, I don't. I forgot what, what was the what was the thing I said. Scene one, act one of. Wait, Shane. Well, what's that? What this is the thing that I said? You're reenacting your marriage proposal. This is Shane Hewson playing the role of Jonathan Motson. <laughs> <laughs> right, Shane, we've got the tape rolling. Will you uh, get it going? McLeish is in. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's, it's a PDF, so it's just that's just opening. Um, all right, ready, 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 ready? Do you want me to go cool or do you want me to be casual? Because I did two reads. Didn't come um, with a script prepared. That's one let's, mark off. Let's, okay, right. let's uh, let's do it as if it was the um, it was the Super Cup last night, and of course you know it was Bayern versus Seville. Yeah, of course. Jonathan um, Watson. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you ready? Yep. Oh. <laughs> 
I can't see what your faces are doing. I'm just looking at the script now. I'd just like to assume that you'd like hard out hanging on what I'm saying. Um, um, sorry, Shame, we've only got a studio for an hour. Could you please hurry up? Yeah, I know. We, we just pulled your name out of heart. We didn't think it was going to be this difficult, to be honest. So, uh, stop stop gloating about how you done it. You were literally the, the cheapest one we could find. In FIFA 21, on the street or in the stadium, we become more. Okay, so when you're ready, if you can just read your first line, we then, we then quite catch up. All right. In FIFA... <laughs> <laughs> in FIFA 21, on the street or in the stadium, we become more. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what? I can see why you're the, the voice. Of- I mean, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I had like I had about 19 people like talking to me like over like ISDN and they were like, mm, really good. Um, can you just say more, but give it more? And you'd say it again and they're like, we need like, it, can you do it in two s- syllables? And I was like, more And they're like, no, that doesn't sound like a word. And I'm like, not a word and like mm, could you try it again of one syllable and honestly like it's a 20 second script or a 30 second script or whatever but genuinely like the way they padded out you, you're recording this for about five days and there's about some it's like have you seen toast of london that's what it's like someone else is like can you do it swedish and i'm like no and they're like hmm i thought you were swedish to be honest do it swedish and they just can't say it's the most annoying thing but you're sitting there going i can't believe can't paying me. I uh, do not remember when I interned with you at Capital, and they were recording an advert one day for <laughs> what was it? PPI. I PPI Scotland, and because advertising appears to be a cheap game with not much money in it, they pulled me in or used out of fucking cuntishness volunteered me. <laughs> to be like, oh, you love to do it, so they brought me into a studio and were like, right, you're going to read these five lines. And uh, and I can't remember. Say like the first one, you're to make go like, oh, I fucking asked for PPI. Now you're giving five grand. Yeah, bits and pieces tune. And then they're like, right, okay, so we need that with more energy. And then I'm like, I don't have it. Just no. Let's. And then there was one where they're like, right, okay, if you try this line. And then I read it, and he's like, okay, if you just try it, but more disinterested. And I was like, ooh, I can do that. <laughs> so I just I just read it like I was like, literally just read it off the paper. And they're like, oh, perfect, perfect. And so I, I am disinterested man in a PPI Scotland advert as a result of my ability to read things genuinely disinterested. See if you can become disinterested man number one in a TV ad. I reckon you're kind of set for the year. Yeah, his name is McLeish. <laughs> I always uh, listen to podcasts about people that were the AT&T voiceover or they were in an ad over in America and they say that they got about 300 grand for the amount it was syndicated all across America and I'm like we were even though it's kind of fucked we were born in the wrong country for mass proliferation of media yeah oh yeah hard out the, uh, the Guinness guy you know the, I don't, you won't even know his voice but there's a, a the guy that does Guinness ads yeah he's on a retainer follows like... talk to follows talk that kind of guy huh the, the famous Guinness adverts, he's a guy that does like the dramatic voice on them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he, but he's not that... He, I think he's in his 30s. Like, he's he's quite called a... Paddy McGuinness. He is. Uh, he, Do you know he, what? He tried to take me out one night. That's the only time Paddy McGuinness has ever been funny with that joke right there, by the way. Uh, I followed up with a decent joke. Yep. Just have, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah no, it was a good one. I, I really liked both of your jokes. Listen, before you guys move on, Watson lives in Little Guest Garden. <laughs> what's, his, what's, what's his, his first name? What, what's his first name? Jonathan Watson. <laughs> what's it, fuck? Oh, John, sorry. 
I always knew him as Jonathan. Right, it was more well, it's like when you know someone really well, you give them a nickname, but you just leave uh, them. You leave my, mate, my mate Luke Akaku, and that's a very, very end joke. Yeah. Um, he, do you know what? He's been married for 43 years. And one of his nicknames is The Maestro. And his son's called Frederick, and he was born in 1986, same year as me. Yeah, and like, only you call him Frederick. Everyone else just calls him Fred Motson, but you call him <laughs> Frederick Motson. I, I do add the extra bit on. Must be called Fred. When your nickname's the Maestro, that just screams out like that you fucking you made it up and just were really good at spreading it. Like guys, everyone's calling me Maestro. So if you could just mate, I made up my own nickname. I'm sure we've talked about this before. And it's fucking yeah. like Jaguar, and it's like no, oh, no I've made up every one of my own nicknames. <laughs> yeah, but no one calls you them. Like. I th- are you still not called Wee James? Well, no, I, only I called you Wee James for a wee yeah, bit. Yeah, mate, but I'm taller than you, so it just fucking doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, but I'm not James. You're the shortest James I know. But that's all right, man. Is, uh, you need Jameses of all shapes. And, and you're the like ugliest that. Shane I know. <laughs> I knew I got a nerve there, eh? <laughs> he looked at me, he was like, what, what do you mean I'm the shortest James? Nah, you are heaps, there's heaps of shorter Jameses than you. Forget, the problem is that you've got two Jameses in your life and one of them's like really tall and good looking and one of them's like a fucking cement block and good looking. <laughs> and, uh, I, I've, I've no, I've, I've nothing against that at all. So, mate, you joined a football team or something? What, what, no, but what did you call us last week? I thought it was quite funny. It was like, we're just, like, not ugly, but like, we're okay looking. Or we're, Oh, we're yeah, like, so it was a couple of weeks ago, mate, before uh, Sturgeon announced the new lockdown rules when we could go as a threesome. Not last week, come on. Uh, we would never be that irresponsible. Uh, I yeah. said that we, we're all collectively safely in the medium-looking range. You know? <laughs> so we're never going to be, like, up at the high-end, good-looking range. We're never going to be low down and ugly-looking. So we're medium, which means that we we uh, we've we been able to pull really beautiful-looking women and because we, their personality brings us up a few points. And then, um, you know, if we've ever got like a stunner or anything, it's because we've just blocked out. We're, we're never going to walk into a room and people are going to turn around and go, nice, check that kind of out. <laughs> we're going to walk in a room and if we're wearing cool clothes and we look quirky they'll be like eh looks interesting but I don't think that we've ever stopped any any of the opposite sex in their tracks and gone damn I, I'm not I'm, personally and I'll speak for my own I've never been a damn kind of guy walking into a room you know I've got I've got like um, a, a few friends that are remarkably good looking and you hear girls talk about them and you go I wonder if they talk about that about me and they just like I've asked they don't, them, mate, like, they don't. They, they don't. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, we talk about you sometimes, and you're like, ah, oh, they're even pretending that they think I'm a hot guy, like, but you know, nah, they talk about, about you because they go, that cunt Shane's here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that man. FIFA guy's here. <laughs> Wait, you hear? He's just going to drop that into a conversation. But like, uh, I like being like, well, I genuinely forgotten what you called it. Comfortably medium, medium. Oh, medium. I like being medium looking because it takes away all the pressure. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not offensive to look at. Sometimes hey, I might. You, be. you don't know about the pressure because you've never been good looking. I know. Well, no, I, no. I, when I was a teenager, I was quite hot. But then mm. I looked like, oh mate, I'll get pictures up. Nah, mate. No, don't you don't have to get pictures up. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get yeah, I, 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 I could say that as well because like, a teenager, I was quite hot. But like you know, we were never. Like, and I, I would say, like, as a teenager, I could have give Ralph Macchio a run for his money, you know? I was that baby-faced assassin with a fucking very Ralph dark, Macchio. sallow skin. This is another fucking football player. That the football catty kid. Games. He's the catty kid. Ah. 
Right, so I could have given him a run for his money when he was younger, but we've never walked into a room and had a damn. There's, there's good looking and then there's semi-okay looking when you're younger. As you progress, you you become quirky. I don't, I don't think, I don't think like if girls like banged us, I don't think they would be like their friends would be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like they'd be like, that's, oh, that's medium, that's medium. They're like, oh, yeah. good, good on you. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, well done. <laughs> I, I just want to say that when I was. In what am I meant to call it? Secondary school. I kissed a girl at a Christmas dance and overheard another girl say that it was the most disgusting thing she's ever seen in her life. Ah, that's man. that's not a medium looking person. Well, you shouldn't have kissed her if she wasn't medium looking. S- no, the, 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 the girl that overheard it. That's fine. I sold her a tambourine a few years later and got my revenge. <laughs> nah, you're, right. you're definitely. We're all, we're all medium. Oh, my mates. Do we, do, we, do we put it out on socials and just go, look, who was the hottest teenager? Because I don't, it doesn't matter. But I just we like do to... not. We no. absolutely do no. not. <laughs> no. gonna... I can't believe you're stuck in this fucking like, medium. You're stuck to tell me. You're, you're the best looking. One, if that's what you want to hear, I don't know. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm the best looking. Oh, no, he's talking. You were the best looking teenager, right? Shane, you win all the competitions. No, I don't know. Like, teenage Shane would would have liked, yeah, 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 yeah. He was, he would have really liked you. were the the most handsome teenager out of all of us. You're the prettiest, prettiest little boy in town. I'm, I'm, I'm quite fine with being medium looking. Um, hey Shane, I just want to look, just look at me and tell me I'm beautiful. Maybe, maybe your football, your football mates can tell us. Um, so oh, they're fu- they're tell us about football, well. right? And please, when you say about football, don't please don't tell us it's another sport. We thought it was actual kickball football. What's kickball football? Well, normal what? football. But I like get the impression ball. that you say I've joined a football team, and then all of a sudden you're throwing the ball fucking forty yards, and you're a quarterback. Jonathan Watson commentates on the kickball football. Look, look at Kaku, mate. Welcome to the kickball football world cup. <laughs> mate, tell us about your football. Speaking uh, of, do you know if I'm sorry before you tell that story? Oh, I don't even about... need to. T- I don't, that's the story. Like, I, I joined the football team. Right, maybe. okay. You and you were talking about ripped arseholes there. I called my arsehole pal the other day. I've never addressed my arsehole as pal before. Like, were you like, like squatting over a mirror or something? No, nah, because well, as we've, we've spoke a lot about, like the the tender loving care that goes into the wiping process. No, nah, mate, no, no, no. Sorry, I was going to wait for you to finish. See, when you said you've never addressed your arsehole as pal before, have you addressed your arsehole before? Because I, I, I'd never addressed. No, nah, it's arsehole. probably never addressed my arsehole before. But right, yeah. Was, so let's get that clarification in early, mate. So it was a nice address, and I didn't. It was like I was. I was bef- Befriending it, <laughs> befriending my anus. After what, like thirty-two <laughs> years? Nice of you, yeah, this lockdown's yeah, been a really yeah. lonely period. So <laughs> I'm, I'm flexible enough that I can look in the mirror with my head in between my legs. <laughs> That's why you lost all the weight. Eh? You just wanted to be able to just have a, a man-to-man conversation with your new pal. I get a marker like... pen and do circles on each cheek. It looks like it's got a little set of eyes, and I can just go, yeah. Because I've been on a very healthy diet, so obviously like, everything moves smoothly and well down there these days, whereas previously it didn't. But last weekend, or whatever, for pretending it was a few weeks ago when we were drinking, and uh, and obviously the next day you have food because you're a wee bit hungover. So on the Sunday, like, my arse is a wee... <laughs> is, that is, a wee... Only, is that your only parameter for food? 
when you're hungover. <laughs> I'm hungover. The only time I've ate this past six months. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's not dragging. How dry, do you think this. I achieved this? Yeah, well, pretty much. I would, like, yeah, you'd work out and don't eat. It's, and, but anyway, so come the Sunday, like, I didn't do, like, a fucking painful shit or anything, but it was, like, a rough one, a rough, the roughest one in a while. And I went, um, but as I was cleaning up, I was like, oh, I'm really sorry about this, pal. It won't be like this again for a while. And then I, as I was washing my hands, I was like, fuck it. I just like spoke to my bum hole. Like I've never, I don't think I've ever spoke to my bum hole before. But oh, I mean, that's weird, man. <laughs> it's weird. I know. No, but I do, I do some weird shit as well. But I, I, I think I level it out. It would be like normal time, you know. But what do you mean? Like just not talking to your bum hole? It wasn't in public, like I wasn't in work and I just turned around and went, well, sorry about yeah. that, mate. Let's ask for the day. <laughs> Time to go home and have I'll, a good old sit. I'll talk to my cats, maybe sometimes respond to Chloe. And, sometimes. Yeah, so I just, I just don't think you should start that, mate. I don't think you should start I'm not saying I'm going to make a habit of it. I'm not saying that like we're mates now and that we fucking sit and watch McLeish together. We're but just, now you, you brought it up. You you might like sit down later on. I, well, I, I won't. Ah, it's yeah. it's it's such a it was such an odd thing to happen that I thought I would discuss it on this podcast. You know, what, if it was an everyday thing, I would just casually have dropped it in in another episode. Going on. so I was talking to my anus the other day, <laughs> and uh, we were just chatting away about the the ills of the world. But because it was like a one off thing, I thought, oh, that's odd. I'll bring it up on a podcast and go. Have you spoken to your bottom? Get in touch now. I would rather watch you like a tv show about you having like your what your best friend is your anus and i don't know how it would work logistically i'd rather watch that than than swan lock or swan pond or whatever it was going to be fuck off no i just swan think it's going to be amazing back back to the like the board meeting about that tv show that we're definitely going to make <laughs> danny talking to his anus who would be the who who would be the voice of the anus John Sorry. Jonathan Watson. Jonathan Watson would obviously <laughs> be the voice of the anus, yeah. Frederick, we'll get Frederick on yeah. board. <laughs> Fre- Frederick would play what once I have a little anus son, that'll be played by Frederick. And he's got his, his little anus son that's that learns how to deal with the piles and what, all the other stuff. What would you what when you're talking to your anus? Like would it just be you living your normal life and kind of discussing that with your anus or, or like what 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 is the premise of the show? You're making a TV show. I know, I, I know, but like, we're in a brainstorm now. We don't mean to, but we're now in it. So what, like, what do you mean? So, in terms of Danny to like fucking pull my cheeks apart to <laughs> make it speak, or no, no. is it is it an inner monologue? So is it's like my, my arse speaking to me through my body so that I can only hear it in my head. Yeah, that that, would, that's quite good. And then, because the twist at the end, that could just be that it turned out all along I was a schizophrenic. And Mars could never talk. Oh, then, yeah. Then, then it was like a narrative. We've just turned this into some fucking Scandinavian <laughs> shit right now. It's like an HBO miniseries now. It's like <laughs> Chernobyl, and it's like we thought it was fun and like anus related, and now it's just like <laughs> now this guy. Yeah, it's, it's like the first episode. It's like he's just like making me do like fun bum related things, and then at the end he just goes, "Kill them, kill them all." <laughs> that would make more of a cartoon, though, wouldn't it? Like a TV show. Have you guys animate it? Have you guys seen the voices? No. Is it this a Ryan Reynolds film? I've not seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's a bit like that. Although not at all like that. But like I think this. Ryan Reynolds has been in a film where his <laughs> arsehole talks to him and tells him to kill people. 
Um, but I mean, we could, I think we could make it work. I think we could. Nah, I'm not. I don't think I'd be very good in front of the camera. My arse, maybe, would be good. I don't want to see it, but I trust that you'd look after it because it's in a good. It. It's in a good state now. It's, it's yeah. Oh. We had that. We had a bad day last week, which is when I had to apologise and tell it everything was going. Have to you be got great. a hairy ass? Yes. Everybody's got a hairy. Do you not need to wax it if you don't? I don't think. I don't think everyone has a hairy ass. I don't. I don't know what everyone's ass looks like. I've always kind of wanted to get mine waxed, but it would I was, be... was going to say, would you get it waxed? Nah, I wouldn't. Would you, James? Mate, I can't even talk about fucking losing weight no, in a podcast. No, How honestly, am I going to get my arsehole waxed? I've, I've, had, I've had problems before. With <laughs> asshole waxing? Divulge. Yeah. yeah, you can't just fucking leave us on that mad tease. Like, oh, no, you, you, never, you never accidentally ripped the hairs out of it. I, don't, I honestly, like, my relationship with my anus is far less, like, healthy than, say, Danny's is. I, I just ignore it and go, you're a bum? Cool. All right. I pooed. I wipe you. That's us. I don't, I don't, like, know about what my stools are like on that stool table. Or I don't, like, I've never seen my bum. I've never wanted to look at my bum. I've never touched my bum. Did you never look at it when you were a kid? I used to look at it in the mirror when I was a kid. Nah. Not really. Fascinated me. Just looking at them. <laughs> just whiling away the days, staring at my anus. <laughs> just talking to it. Your imaginary <laughs> friend was actually at, your anus. <laughs> at that point, I never spoke back because Jonathan Motson hadn't retired by then. Hey, Shane, tell us about your football. Uh, I, I think I'm joining a football team. I've always had a theory, right, because I never played football. I used to play rugby at quite a good level. But I always thought I could probably be the best footballer in the world, but I never played it. So... I guess I'll find out. I've joined a, a team. I was just walking the dog in the park and there was a bunch, like there was a team of dudes in Alexandra Park doing a proper, like, like a, it was like a TV ad or, or like a, it was a video of some description, but there was like proper film crew there. Not a film crew, two or three people, good cameras and stuff. And they were like running at the camera and running off different angles. And then they were kind of like mad close-ups panning past them and they were looking all fucking cool and handsome and tough. And I was like, my dog just ran through and they all just went like this. So they're all like this, big tattooed men, relatively, you know, they look like athletes. And then my dog runs through and they're like, oh my God, they're so cute. Look at that dead dog. <laughs> it runs. Yeah, so basically, and they, they were like a team and they were like, oh man, fucking, you've got a good dog. And then we were talking about the dog and they were like, oh, do you, have you ever played football? And I was like, nah. And I was like, I think I might be the best in the world though. Just as like a ha ha ha. And then we get, to, I go on the way with my dog and they're like, oh, you want to come to training? And I was like, oh, I've never played. And like, come on, man. And then there was like, there was about three or four of them kind of like teaming up on me. Like, yeah, man, you'd be good. Oh, look at those calves. Like, and I was thinking like, I'm on a mad recruitment thing and they got me. So it's, it's called, I think it's called the Glasgow Saints. They've got a cool I th- kit. I honestly thought there yeah, you were going to go, I think they're called like St. Marin or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Just come along, man. You'll probably get it. You'll get, you'll get a game. Uh, we're not very good, but no, but like, so they, I, I basically, they were like showing me their shit and I'd seen their stuff on, like I've heard of them as a team. I think they're a den- I think they are the, the dentist in the team. Jonathan Watson play for them. Did you, was, the all, whole point all... that, was the whole point of that story just for you to talk about how good your calves are? <laughs> I was like, before we started, I was like, how do I get to the calves part? No, um, I just, I don't know, like. Other sports, you've kind of had to show some interest, but these guys are just like, yeah, fucking this, you'll be good at it, I guess. Come play. I don't think, I don't know if people get paid or whatever. So what, I, what is it 
five aside, seven aside, eleven nah, aside. It's, it's eleven things. And um, do you do you training or are you just straight well, in there? You just... I'm, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to training. I don't think I'll be in. Is there a good team? There'll be a good team, eh? Right, there's several. I, mean, I don't know if you even know how to play. No, I, I, I don't. I've never I, actually played football, but like I'm relatively quick at running and good at barging people. But I don't think like I, I'm quite good at tackling and stuff. But I don't think you can tackle in football. Like, can you barge if your shoulders and stuff? Like, you, you oh, I'm not. You can't pick the ball up and run. But like, if you and like, say we're both running towards the ball, can I be like, ah, bloody, get out of there? Yeah. Aye. That's all I need to do. <laughs> you are now a blocker. That's your position. Someone just turn up and go, hey guys, I'm the blocker. Someone said I'd be good at defence. Well, it just kind of goes against every, his ass, every one of his assets there, wouldn't it? Unless he was a um, wing-back. You know, if he was in defence, then he can't really run. If he barges against someone, it's a penalty. He could be a defensive midfielder. I think. That's yeah. probably what I, I'll aim for, I guess. Do you guys want to play football? I don't even like football. I already play football. Do you? Oh, you do too? Do you play for a team though? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I'm not a competitive man whatsoever. No, but you, so. you don't have to be. I, I also don't want to play 11 a side because it's bigger and longer and no. Well, what's the five a side like just breaks cunts' bodies though, eh? For some nah, reason. Nah, like... five's is like that. Five a side's what I play, but it's just running up and down for an hour and I'm terrible at football, but I need the fitness from running up and down for an hour, so I just do that. Does that not just break everybody's legs though? Like everyone nah. in my, when I had my ACL, when I was in the, like I had a class of about 10 other people and they were all like, did it in five-a-sides and I was like, what the fuck? Nah, I've like? been playing five-a-sides for like two, three weeks now and my, <laughs> my ACL is solid. It's never been stronger. Have you I've never seen a better like ACL. Have you have you talked to it like you talk to your owners though? Cause no, because it's in a it's in a good it's in a good state, so I don't need to speak to it. what the day that I bleed out of it <laughs> for the first time in a while. I'll say sorry, pal. Everything will be fine again. <laughs> Guys, I've got a confession to make. I was going to surprise you all with uh, like I, I tweeted out temporarily there saying, "Oh, we'll just wrap up this podcast. Who wants to join us and ask a question?" And literally three seconds into me tweeting it out, I got an email saying your Zoom meeting is at risk and about nine people try to join it. And I forgot that Zoom's a massive security risk in it. Like, I think we were temporarily hacked. There. How underwhelmed would you be if you hacked into this? Like how <laughs> fucking rubbish would it be? Danny's just talking about his anus. I'm a bit fine. I'm a bit just like some fucking Russian guy. Like, that's me. I'm a bit getting into like the fucking... White House Zoom meeting. It's just us <laughs> talking about being medium, like talking about comparing <laughs> ourselves to steak and complimenting our own fucking gaping fucking arseholes. Aye, uh, well, well, not today, Mister Fucking Evil Russian Man. <laughs> but, you eat like the rest of them. But listen, I'll keep trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to organise one or two surprises. So if we, if we keep on for five more minutes, How, uh, well, I, we already know the surprise. Fun. Someone's gonna yeah, ask yeah. the question. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what you're about to be amazed by, Shane, is that my fucking bumhole is about to appear <laughs> <laughs> on camera. Yeah. Uh, listen, can I ask you a serious question? It's about Danny's anus, because yes. Wait. No. 
how do you guys fall asleep? Like, talk me, no, no, talk me through the process. Like, genuinely, I'm fascinated by this because I find it very hard to fall asleep. I, I'm, I'm like obsessed with researching things to buy them, no matter what it is. Like, if it's more than say thirty quid, I'll research it like a fucking psycho. Like, I honestly think I have like OCD or something undiagnosed. I'll, I'll spend like. Marla goes to bed at about 9.30 and I won't watch a program or anything. I'll just research till about 12.30 and like, I can't. And then I, when my eyes start hurting, I just go to sleep. But do you just fall asleep? I just shut my eyes, I think. <laughs> Have you tried shutting your eyes? No, I, yeah, but I can't. You, what was the point of you telling that first bit of the story, Shane? What the, the, no? Because that's that's like gives you a. You, t- a what, of, you, t- you tire yourself out looking at shopping on the internet. Yeah, no YouTube videos on things that you could buy, different prices and shit. No, but that just gives a bit of background story that I'm like, I'm like three or four hours every night obsessively looking at things that I might not you know to buy, just researching. Like, <laughs> so you just wait until it's late at night <laughs> and you feel tired and then go to sleep. No, because I can't go to sleep now without like researching and yeah, search yeah, product see. here for like an hour at least or, or two but hours. But coincidentally by the time it gets to like 11 o'clock, no, about maybe one. half 11 or one, then all of a sudden miraculously you feel tired because, yeah. only because of the internet browsing. <laughs> right, that's fine. But like, say if I go to bed earlier, like I'll go to bed with Mather and I'll, and I'll spoon her and cuddle her and I'll be like, awesome. And then I'll be like, bro, you could be doing some mad research now and I'm like, that's my anus talking to me and I'm like, Okay, I'll just do it. I, I don't know. It's like it's honestly like an, an obsession, but it's a good one. I'm like not fucking strangling cats or anything. So, see, I've like see if I what I'm talking about. See if you go to bed and then you go with the intention of falling asleep and you close your eyes. How long does it take you? Why do people listen to us? <laughs> That was Drunk Therapy. If you enjoyed this podcast, go listen to some of the other ones. The old you would have. If you're on socials, like us there as well. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Drunk Therapy. It's something weird on Twitter, which I can't remember right now.